0: Connecting, there it is. Connecting, that means for the audience, you got a little music coming at you here. We go kicking off another two hour get together here at the old radio ranch and of course we always issue that in with alvin lee an old band from 40 years ago 50 years ago called 10 years after and some of you that are longer in the tooth remember the woodstock era and all that and that guy could he could flat rip through a guitar buddy uh he was also pretty prophetic with his lyrics and his vision it appears and we always start the show there because we all want the world to change and uh, we'd like it of course without being unsaid to change in our direction and You know, evil never wins. If evil had won all through history, we wouldn't be where we are, okay? so And I know the times are dark, and I know it's hard for some people to see that. I'm very optimistic about it for a number of reasons. We touch on them here quite often. We can do that again today. But regardless, I think we've already won, and the thing's just playing out the way it's supposed to. We'll see. What we try and do, of course, is to— put on a uh a a two-hour program for you and in the respect that it's your freedom that most of you didn't know you had or had access to and that's what we're here what here for and whatever decisions you want to make after you're presented with it totally of course yours because one thing we've all learned is that it's all got to be voluntary doesn't it so here we go. Roger Sales, your host and engineer and technical phone screener, uh, uh, researcher, all that kind of stuff, and uh, the bunch. We got a nice crew with us here as of late. When we start, we got nice numbers of folks along for the ride, and shows that you're interested in what we got to cover here, and you enjoy being here because a lot of folks stick around for hours afterwards. <laughs> so that's you know, it's always a good sign when the meeting breaks up and everybody stands around a coffee pot for a couple hours. Uh, uh, as I said, Roger Sales, we call our get-together Radio Ranch uh, for uh, reasons that came along very early in my radio career when I was still real wet and green behind the ears, uh, and uh, we have two hours together to discuss these things of great import, and we do it through the Euro folk radio server and system, and uh, happy to be here. Got a lot of, as I said, nice folks on already. Um Let's see, I guess we'll find out today whether Jim got his cables and uh, got his. uh, communications with the technical people straightened out. And what we're trying to do, some people yesterday, we had Jim on and transition from my show to Jim Ram's show, which for two hours follows me, and do-it-yourself health, and stay on the board here and transition folks over. I uh, don't know if he got that fixed or not, and I guess as we see, we'll go along. These technical problems plague us, and one of the reasons for that, folks, just so the newer people understand, is because we do this on a shoestring. Thanks to Paul English and his dedicated research and the time he spent to put all this together, uh, we don't have to get on here and beg you for money and run spots and interrupt our train of thought and all those kind of things that other stations have to because they got a full contingent of people, engineers and phone screeners and, you know, all that stuff and big servers and, and we just don't have that. And it gives us a few limitations on the front end, but it gives us a lot more longevity and a lot more time to cover things that are important because, quite frankly, I'm not having to beg you for money all the time. Isn't that nice? so uh, we can get into these very complex things and not get interrupted we saw that saturday night by the way those of you that listen to the show uh, interview with angry and as good as that was it was on over on republic and they've got a normal uh, regular spot load i don't think they carry as many spots per hour as genesis does but they've still got a spot load and bills to pay and all that and there was once that we got uh, up against one of those breaks and when we came back i could not remember where we were for the life of me and that's why we we don't have that here okay that that incident that example right there because it's happened a bunch of times when you get into those formats that are traditional radio formats So let's see, where do we start out today? Um, Lots of interesting things happening. Uh, If you listened to Rents last night, I've gotten back in the habit of listening to Rents, and uh, the second guy that was on, Mitch, who's got on every Monday night in that slot, is uh, very scientific, very uh, reading into uh, scientific papers and stuff. Evidently, he's got that kind of background. And he just came out last night and tied it all together uh, through their uh, article, from their published scientists which they won't put in the patent they put in the patent when they apply for them trade secrets but like he said well the the trade secrets are always published somewhere in some journal he went back to some chemical engineering journal and got the the article and uh these nanobots um that they're putting in you with this vaccine are all uh, connected via 5g and that's why the rush is on that's why here in where i am in little old coisa ecuador okay and a little bitty peripheral city from a smaller city and they're out there on sundays installing 5g on sundays i've seen it a number of sundays okay so that's the push to get this 5g up and the reason they want to have the push to get the 5g up they want you to get all vaccinated because those little nanobots align and that's the communication ability with 5g in that interview last night jeff gave a great quote and i wanted to put it to memory and uh it was from a very significant source (coughs) let me clear my throat here (coughs) Uh, um, something stuck in my craw. It was a very significant quote for a number of reasons because of what the quote said and because of, of its source, its origin. It was 2016, pretty recent. Former FCC, Federal Communications Commission, director. He said, 1G, we can talk on. 2G, We can talk on and send text. 3G, the Internet's tagged on there, and 4G is complete. If anybody tells you what 5G is going to do, run the other way. Let me repeat that. 1G lets us talk. 2g allows us to talk and text 3g allows us to have the internet in there and 4g is a complete package If anyone tells you what 5g is going to be able to do run the other way. That's pretty good quote, isn't it? I've never heard it before It's very indicative of what's going on and how this all ties together And now we know a little bit more of the complete picture so that's one thing uh the others is the things that the biden administration is now floating they've come out more they elaborated on this last night by the way if you want to listen to rents in the evening uh paul uh, simulcasts it on eurofolk so you can keep your little eurofolk player open and uh, just pop over there at uh, whatever is appropriate eight o'clock central nine o'clock eastern etc right it's right there on eurofolk so uh, one of the other things they were talking about is how they're floating all these threats and mandates. And some of the things that they're really coming out with, notice it's threats, okay? And I think that they, A, don't have the ability to enforce this stuff, and, B, they don't want to because that's, they're having to take the mask off when they do that, see? They can threaten you as tyrants. They can do all this other stuff like... Have the IRS come in and grab your stuff and self-help remedies that you don't understand and you think it just gives them all this power, and it's not. It's a legal procedure, and they've got to do certain things right to be able to come grab your stuff, but it doesn't have an appearance of that. It has an appearance of open tyranny, tyranny, open tyrants right and that's the impression most people have unfortunately oh god that, how, i'm not gonna fight them i wouldn't file that piece of paper god they'll come kill me that's a guy here you know here that i know my actually one of my landlords my landlord's father a guy that really ultimately owns a property well they'll just come for you first I'll say well hell they're coming for you anyway you want to die on your feet or die on your knees you know i mean see that my problem with that kind of thinking right there is that slave thinking you, somebody that thinks like that, you're going to have a hard time getting them out of that slave mentality. Okay, It's the other people that see this for the first time. But, you mean I can be free, man? And you attack it and want to learn the information and absorb it so you can go do whatever it is you need to do to get that way. Okay? And that's a difference in the conditioning that they've done with people. And it's all because they've got this underlying jurisdictional nexus that's based on fraud and based on total deceit but they don't care because as we've said and you know brent contested this we got into a little bit of discussion it's a very interesting point tom Schramm, got to thank tom for it don't know where he got it but it sure applies and you can get some deep thinking in it fraud isn't fraud until it's discovered until it's discovered it's normal If if it was fraud and you knew it, you would have confronted it years ago because fraud vitiates any contract ab initio from the beginning. So you can't tell me that you knew it was fraud or else you're negligent and you should have done this years ago. Fraud isn't fraud until it's discovered. Now it's discovered. Now it's fraudulent. We see it. And now it becomes a great legal term. It becomes actionable. Okay? And the action here is very simple. You just make a declaration. You don't have the right to tell me what I am, you old hook nosed, sorry Revelation 2 9 and 3 9 piece of crap. You ain't got that power. You're nothing but a shriveled up little make believe Jew. Okay? You ain't got that power. I got the power to decide what political system and where I want to live, and you can't stop me unless you're an open tyrant. And they will never step forward and be open tyrants until they got like total control like they did in Bolshevik Russia. Then watch out the grim reapers on his way. It's our duty to stop that progress. It's our duty to confront these sorry Revelation two three niners, and it's our duty to put them in their place they recognize it i mean i guess when they start sending back a refusal on the passport application say we don't accept this anymore i guess we'll know what time it is then won't we okay so uh the biden administration is floating these heavy-handed mandates because they're getting desperate because there's still about 50% of the people in the country had not taken this jab, and it's getting so bad, as we've talked about, that the expiration dates on the different manufacturers' jabs are coming up, and people aren't getting them voluntarily. Now they've got to turn around and give them to other countries so they can come down and infect the people in Ecuador with the Pfizer jab okay? or wherever else they're sending them. I might just use that because I'm told that's what's happening here. Okay. Well, it's just indicative that the people up there aren't taking it. And the people at Pfizer, you know, 50000000000 billion isn't enough. They don't want to lose a little batch that goes to expiration. They want $51 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, The other things they're floating, I think they've expanded on the things we touched on yesterday. They've expanded on a couple of them and then thrown a new one or two into the mix, I heard last night. One of them is if you're... If you're on any type of Social Security and you've filed an affidavit, I would give notice to the Health and Human Services Social Security Division. Call up, call their 800 number, whatever, find out where to send it, Administrative Records Department, wherever their office is, and get in your file that you're a U.S. national and not a citizen of the United States if they go that far. I don't think they'll go that far, but they're threatening it. Okay, personally, as I've told you before, when I applied in Argentina through the embassy and I was 62, that's 11 years ago, they got a copy of the affidavit with my application. Now, you have to apply to, co- to collect on your account, your account. That's another good point. You know, we referred my social security number and what John would say is, I'm sorry, I don't have a social security number. I have an account. It's identified with a number that you assigned it, but it's not my number. That's a pretty good way to approach it, isn't it? Uh, The other thing that they're floating, which I thought was, hey, this shows you kind of how desperate they are, because I don't believe there's any way in hell they could ever do this. They're going to have state patrol and stuff start stopping you when you go from state to state and make sure you're vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you can't go to the next state. How about that one? Remember remember what the uh, Blackstone definition of liberty is, locomotion. The ability to go from point A to point B unimpeded. That's an imposition, isn't it? However, if you've taken some action, overcome your fears, put $30 with a passport application and have one of those little passport cards, and you hit that border if that Checkpoint Charlie guy's there, just flip him your little passport card. Sorry, doesn't apply to me, Charlie. See ya. I I I know me if you're new, you probably have that have a hard time believing that happens. But at some point today, maybe Daryl will come on and tell you a story here that just happened recently. We hadn't seen our buddy James in a while. He's off with his nose buried in another project, unfortunately, because we enjoyed having James around. And uh, James has, has sent me pictures of his nice BMW. It's a silver and red one. Uh, five series, I believe. Mid, mid-level series BMW. Mighty nice car. I drove one little, little 325 for years. Best car I ever owned. Except when you had to take it to the shop or pay insurance. Uh, but James has got a custom tag on there, and I think he went to a website called Custom Tags or something. You can get a custom tag for your car, and he drives along with a passport card. It's the only ID that he carries, and he's had that incident happen both in Virginia and North Carolina, two different states. Hands him the passport card. They go back and check a database say well hey have a good day and be real careful out there you hear so there's two 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 participants in our forum here that that's happened to um now it's very interesting that they're recognizing that all over the country now isn't it or at least in those parts in the southeast don't know about the other ones But I do know if they start screwing with you and you're sitting there listed as a diplomatic courier and they have problems that they want to heap on you, that they have uh, stepped outside their lines of delegated duties and responsibilities, and they've now become personally liable for their actions on your wrongs, the wrongs they've inflicted upon you. So those are our defenses. They recognize it. And uh, that's what we try and do is to let you folks know out there, especially the newer folks, and we cater to you. All of us like to see the new folks come along because you strengthen us. Uh, The only way that I can protect my liberty is to help you protect yours. And what I find is most of the people I talk to don't even know what the hell liberty is. So the first thing we got to do is take you to that Blackstone quote and start uh, explaining the basics of this law stuff and carry it forward to say, well, why would you answer these two questions? Yes, your whole life and sign something. Why did you give them the power they've got? Well, okay. well, you're sorry for it. Well, take it away. Yes, you can. You can take it away. It's called your consent. And that's even in the Declaration of Independence before the Constitution. The consent of the governed. That's what we've given them. We've been tricked into giving it to them. Okay. We were tricked. Fraud isn't fraud until it's discovered. We've discovered it. Now let's take the damn consent away. Yank their power away from them. They recognize it. We don't. so that's what we do here so is there anybody that's new on here that's got some kind of comment or question i mean we covered a couple of new platforms this weekend got another one still to cover here at some point in the near future and some new folks no doubt listening and maybe even participating we saw one of them yesterday dell uh and somebody's got a mic open i can hear it so there must be one of you guys you got something to ask or say sam from tampa hey sam good to have you along man
1: thank you uh Can I read my affidavit of citizenship evidence for inclusion with USA passport application to make sure I got this right? If it's not
0: five pages long.
1: (laughs) Uh, I didn't understand all that. I just made it short. I'm a C student, okay? Okay, good. I, Sam, from Tampa, under the laws of the United States of America, comma, under the penalties of perjury being duly sworn, comma, hereby declare my intention to be a national but not a citizen of the united states under the scope and purview of the 14th amendment and then i sign and date it
0: and they probably get it notarized
1: yeah yeah i got that i'm gonna go to the bank tomorrow okay. i just had to run okay. it by you first okay. you're what free, about this man. cover letter i you're, need a cover letter you're free. gonna go with my passport
0: no not really because the passport application tells you you can attach documentation okay okay so you're just attaching documentation now for those of you that do not want to apply for whatever reasons with a passport application. The only reason I can think is because you're dead broke, okay? Because we're only (laughs) talking about $30. And now, at this stage of the game, with all the things that are being floated, it seems to me almost imperative that you have some sort of government ID attached to that statement, okay? By the way, Sam, you know what they call that internally at the State Department? No. Citizenship evidence. Do you think the attorneys at the State Department know the definition of the word evidence?
1: Yeah, well, at least what they think it is.
0: Yeah, well. Which is all that matters. (laughs) Well, that's especially because it's got to be right. We can see that they they may fudge on the right, but they're always right, see? That's why they went in and changed the uh, oath when I started teaching this to have that little box when you're going to go apply. Do you have a previous passport, or are you a virgin at this?
1: No, I, I have one, but it's, it's real old. It's expired. I lost, and I asked the uh, woman at the post office. She said, get the can form. Apparently, that's a, like you're a newbie. Oh,
0: okay. So, you're so a, I'll uh, check you're that an out with her can, though. Initial one. Okay, good. And yeah. they like for you to send one if you've got one, and they send it back to you. I should cover this for the newer people because we've had this question, and I've pondered this a lot early on. If you're filing this affidavit, you're a new legal personality, aren't you? Correct. So you're filing for the first time, even if you've got an existing slave passport, really, technically, aren't you? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So you could do either. All right. And uh, but if you've got a relatively new recent one that's expired, even within, I think, five years or something, they'd like. Oh, this is mine's expired 10 years. okay, well, they they like they got some sort of a year limit in there, and I just don't remember what it is, but they like for you to send that in. And here's what happens, especially if it's still an active one, which if you got an active one, you can do this again. Don't pay 140. Just go pay 30. Get a passport card. Boom, you're home free. Okay. But what they do, if you've got a current one, they insist on you sending it in. Okay. And when you send it in, they'll turn that in return mail and get it right back to you because you may want to – you need it for something. Okay? Right. And then a couple of weeks later or however long it takes them to process it, they'll get your new one. So – but uh, if if you've had one before, here's what they do. If it's expired – if it's still active, they'll send it back to you because it's still active. You paid for it, right? Uh-huh. If it's expired, they'll put it through one of those three-hole punchers, uh-huh. get through, and they'll punch the cover page with three holes so that they know anybody you present it to knows it's expired. They send it back to your origin immediately, and they send the other one. Uh, Sam, congratulations on your on the freedom step you've almost hey, completed. You. You, you and I have had a, uh, some email communications right. of Correspondence, haven't we? Yes, that's right. And I put you in yep. touch with some of our guys down there. We got some real sharp guys right in your area. They're not your exact neighbors. Gary probably is the closest. Uh, Terrence is down in Naples. We got Bob who may join us here at some point over in the middle of the state around Okeechobee. Uh, we got another couple of folks, and a, a, a Doctor Amanda is just uh, north of Gainesville, I believe, or north of Orlando, up in that area. Uh, a okay. great, very, very. Uh, 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 what's the word i want a very uh, accomplished uh naturopath and so we got some folks around you down there
1: hey do the commas matter not Did really I get the commas right it's no okay. no
0: nope. doesn't make any difference really i think those are
1: so those i'm good are, to go i'm going yeah. to the bank tomorrow good. get this notarized and then make my appointment for the
2: passport
0: yep you know? go in and have a nice conversation with the little lady and sign the little passport there at the oath and uh, ask her if, here's what you might, do, is anybody else coming in and, fi- and applying for passports with attachments? You I will have? ask her that. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, is there any other questions you have?
1: No, actually it's going to be two of us because the, uh, the lady that, uh, bought my house on a short sale, cause you know, white male in America, I got nothing and that's fine. I got nothing to lose. So I'm freer, but, uh, she shares a birthday with you. So
0: she's going with me. Oh, isn't that Nice. Yep. Well, you know, it's, so. I think, uh, actually, the guy that wrote that line is Chris Christopherson. But the lady that oh, yes, made right, it yeah. famous is Janis Joplin, and freedom's right. just another word for nothing left to lose. I got nothing buddy, to do at the end of the month. I didn't know what that meant until I got into this stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, this will be a good step, and now what are you going to do to me, buddy boy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <And> man, a- <laughs> you can just stand right up in their face. Okay. will do. And they yep. shrink away every time. What is how does this affect ATF, especially alcohol? Well, let's go back and look at their rule book. Their rule is okay. 27 CFR, Code of Federal Regulations. CFR. Okay. 26 is tax, is ATF. And right there on the front page of uh, 27 and all the other 49 except for 26, their jurisdictional statement is residence. If you're not oh. a resident, none of that nope. follow applies to you. And, you know, when All the right. Second Amendment was originally put in there, the idea was, because it was to defend against a tyrannical government, that you could go get the same caliber of weapons they had. So I guess you could go buy you a 55 howitzer if you want. There may be some on surplus sale from Afghanistan here pretty quick.
1: Well, in Florida, you can make beer and wine, but you can't uh, make vodka.
0: Well, right now, so. now and, and, and here, that's very interesting because you'll remember way before the 14th Amendment, we had a thing up in Pennsylvania called the Whiskey Rebellion.
1: Well, George, I think, was ahead of that, yeah.
0: And what happened there is very interesting because they were out there making moonshine and weren't paying the tax. And the reason for it is because in that culture, and it was a lot of the Scotch-Irish that were doing it, okay? Mm-hmm. In that culture, that was currency, Right. Okay. They didn't have a bunch of floating around fiat money and a whole bunch of coins. And that was mm-hmm. a currency. It wasn't necessarily that they were drinking it or selling it to drink and making a bunch of money. They were using it as currency. So that's a very interesting wrinkle on that. And uh, I think that if you are selling it and making mm-hmm. a profit, that may, I'd check with some attorneys on that, like Brent Winters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yep. if you're just making it and drinking it, and I don't even think they mess with you then unless you're selling it. Isn't that what the revenuers are all about?
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. But, you know, even if I'm making it and drinking it myself, uh, apparently, technically, they can come in and, you know, kill me, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, I re- I'm a resistor.
0: All right. Well, if you, you want to, I don't think they enforce any pot laws on you. Yeah, yeah, I got over that. Okay. I haven't done that since the 80s. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you, you went, you went to college already, right? Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I actually went on an ROTC scholarship, and they kicked me out <laughs> for uh, asking your questions. <laughs> You're my kind of guy. <laughs> I didn't have to pay them back. Honorable discharge, so you know, fine.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good, Sam. Well, I'm really glad yeah. you joined us, and and I, I like the tone of your voice and all that. And welcome aboard, and come come Thank more you. often. We lo- we love right. new people around here. Okay. All right, I'll go on mute
1: and listen to the rest of the show. I appreciate everything
0: you do. I'll tell you that. Well, thank you very much, and I sure appreciate that comment. Thank you. And uh, it's my pleasure, you know. It's funny. For me, I've I've been pretty successful in this life, not necessarily monetarily at times, but but, uh, in accomplishment stuff, because I usually don't do things for money. I do things for a cause. (laughs) Yep. And and my my thinking in that as I grew up and uh, in my twenties and started learning some of this stuff and I was watching some. Uh, I mean, what else do you do with the, with the last name of sales? Yeah, okay, that's <laughs> right. I mean, really, and I always used to say, "Well, it's better than being named returns." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. So uh, if you're doing that and you're out there and I ran across a guy, of course, everybody's familiar with Zig Ziglar. But I ran across a guy yep. that was a lot younger than like I was named Tom Hopkins, who's very impressive. And Tom had the whole Hopkins, set. Yeah. OK, well, you know, Tom's work. And Tom yep. said something that really stuck with me back then. And it made a lot of sense to me. It said the only way to get what you want is to help enough other people get what they want. I do remember. I'm glad you reminded me of that. Then I said, well, Very holy good. smokes, boy, doesn't that fit? Okay. Yeah. And so as I grew a little bit and I saw other folks get into endeavors and I realized that people that go after something with only the idea of money, that's their primary goal. And that's what they focus on and concentrate on. And what they do generally is they ignore the different aspects of an endeavor that allow you to become successful and make money. So yep. it, their, their vision, their focus, their concentration is on the wrong goal. And so mm-hmm. I want to do things that involve other people that fit with Tom Hopkins' formula of helping enough other people get what they want, and it can also involve making money. But I'm involved. I'm, I'm really involved and dedicated to accomplishing that goal. And so I right. concentrate on that activity. And what that did, I think, for me over a lifetime, was set me up to be more successful in uh, in the endeavors I did try. Okay, I agree with you. Yep. So uh, that's kind of the way I've approached that. This interesting for me because i uh, have been able to accomplish things fairly easily in mm-hmm. earlier in life and i master them and i get bored with them mm-hmm. I move on you know man this thing bit me 30 years ago almost and it's never let go and not only is it never let go it's gotten more intense and the deeper i get into it the more i'm hooked into it i've never had anything in my entire life bite me like this okay and what I tell people very openly is um I you was know, raised with with the with the seeds planted, I got off on a, some uh trails as we do when we're young and distracted mm-hmm. and uh but when I got into that tax code, I found God because I found Satan in the tax code, and if there's Satan, there's got to be a God. I hear you, okay. So, Absolutely.
1: He runs the world, so we'll see how he does.
0: Well, he has up to this point, but he may be hitting yep. some challenges. Uh, you know, all we got to do at this point, if we can get this message on either, particularly Jeff Rents or Alex Jones, I I don't think they got a chance because you're talking 10-plus yeah. million listeners. And if half of those took, you think people are PO'd enough to take action like you're doing?
1: God, you, one would think, but it's like you said, I can't believe that people just don't jump all over it. Well, but, you know, I've been fighting this since I got out of, I finally graduated in 80. And I said, wait a minute, what do you, how much are you taking of my check? Yeah. And that's when I said, and I went to Jekyll Island, because back then you had to go physically. There were no internet. I went to Jekyll Island to see where this crime happened. and Yeah. And met Ron Paul, all that crap, you know, and then read the income tax hoax by um, the Jew. I forgot his oh, name. Oh, Irwin uh, Schiff. Irwin Schiff. Yep. Talked to him on the phone. You know but of course then uh you know the irs said uh you know i was being a a, a bad boy so they you know, went to the office there was a little uh you know black lady there and i guess she took a liking to me for some reason black women like me thank god i guess so you think i'm okay now and she goes i think you're all right you know well, boy. boys i was yeah i was i was i gave you all the information i'm supposed to was the line irwin told yeah. me but if i'd had what you're saying i'd be done yeah you i'd
0: well, if, yep. it, it, well, I'm gonna tell you what the little black lady that I, I had up on the stand for four and a half hours in federal court didn't like me worth a flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in out, so she didn't mind. Do you, uh, you, you want to say talk about hate in somebody's eyes? Boy, you could see it just beaming out of her and her little Jew attorney, because they always fly a little Jew down. You know, if you're oh, yeah. getting a tax yeah. court and a tax case, you'll never deal with the local uh, U.S. attorney. They always oh, yeah, fly yeah. a tax specialist in, and he's always a Jew, okay? Yeah, my special boy chick,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. A little whatever his name was. And, uh, of course, they're pretty adept at objection and court procedure and whatever. And I had that gal on the stand for over four hours, and I never got one exhibit entered into the court. Yeah, it's, it's a
1: fixed deal. I don't play well, fixed games. That's why well, I'm out yeah. of
0: this. You know, the thing is, is we don't know procedure. Those guys go through that. They're trained in it. They do all kinds of moot court things when they're going through law school. They practice it. We get in there, hey, I want to get this documented. Objection. Sustained. You know, uh, for four yeah. hours, okay? But, truth but, need but, not apply. But, no, listen, so that didn't here. that didn't stop me from trying to get them in there. <laughs> All right, and it was after that experience, and I went back and recuperated because, boy, it's. I, I'm telling you guys, you do not want to go through that. Okay. No. You you just don't. I promise you. If you think it's exciting and like Perry Mason-ish and stuff, I promise you, that- you don't want to go through it. All right. Because it comes down to this. Even if you win on a technicality, which is generally what we win on, even if you win, they've won because they've literally stolen your life to get that. Absolutely. Okay. And it's no fun. And the pressure's no fun. And the lack of sleep is no fun. All right.
1: I I stay away from that stuff like it's a rattlesnake. Well,
0: you've been smart. Well, now, since you get this file, they'll never bring you into courtroom.
1: Okay. That 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 was that really resonated with me when I, you know, where did I hear you first? I guess it was on uh, Spingola. Okay. And I said, wait, what? And I don't know why I hadn't, because I've been listening to Spingola for a while, and I don't know why I didn't know the first show, but I guess it was just my time.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was on. And... I was on a couple of times, and she had John and Glenn on too. You could probably go in her archives and find uh, some of the appearances with John and Glenn when uh, John was still alive.
1: Oh, I would like to hear that. Uh, there used to
0: be one on YouTube with Rocco and another guy that had a show, and they've cut the search engine on that, and I don't remember the title enough to go in and find it. But uh, John was uh, John was a heck of a guy, and uh, I, I consider him my second father. Uh, because he Uh gave me a new life like my first father did, my real father, my biological one. And, uh, man, he was just a heck of a guy. I never heard him raise his voice, and neither did Glenn. And Glenn spent a lot more time with him than I did. Uh, Never heard him raise his voice one time, ever. Oh, and most yeah, men, uh, and i've told the story i was gonna mention it probably we'll talk about this on Thumper's show because one of the nice things about going over on sundays now on patriot soapbox from uh i guess 11 to 1 central is what it's going to be mm-hmm. um is we can go back over a lot of these old things that necessarily we don't cover a lot here anymore you know we have and those are past.
1: archived over there if i miss one
0: well, yeah. They, they keep everything. Oh, okay. uh, and I just started, you know, I was on the Saturday yep. night before, and then I was on this Sunday, and then we came to the agreement on Sunday that I'm going to start parking over there on Sunday following Brent. It's going to be real good for Brent, because I think a lot more of you will uh, uh, listen to his in-church service, which I highly recommend. And yep. then right after that, we just segue right over with Thumper. I'm sure Brent, being as this is legal, and me and our relationship and what the subject matter is and all that Brent will end up probably staying with us uh, a lot of the time when he can and I'm really excited about it and I know they are too so but the nice thing about it is we can go back over all this old stuff see and like I can't take the time here because I want to talk to you new people and get you straight and actionable see and I can't go back and go hey Sam do you know how uh, in Rome was the only other country in the history of the world that had God-given rights they had it for about the same time we did and how it changed over into the Roman civil law Have you ever heard that story? I am not. Well, I mean, see, this is really integral because yeah. it revolves around a thing that I'll bet you're very, pretty familiar with called self-help remedies. You didn't know what that what they were, okay? But they're called lean, levy, garnishment, and seizure. And they come straight yeah. out of the merchant law and how they're structured and how they're utilized and how they're applied that make people think these people are all powerful and all omnipotent. And they're not. They're a body of law, the merchant law, and it's got a real set of, uh, of set things they have to do to execute them. But when they start coming, grabbing your car at 7 in the morning and stuff, it doesn't appear that way. That's exactly right. Yep. Wasn't
1: it you who said that since you've been involved in this, the Bible's meant more to you?
0: Uh, It has, personally, but one of the newer students, Dan, I don't know if Dan's on with us today, but I got to meet him about a month or six weeks ago and have lunch with him. And that's what he said to me during lunch, and it just really hit me because it was with me. I, you well, can't I, my, get into this information and start making those connections and seeing and realizing that Satan stealing your stuff is in the tax code, and if there's a Satan, there's got to be a God, period.
1: Well, my new favorite uh, passage is Luke nineteen twenty-seven. Jesus said, bring everyone who doesn't think I'm their king and slay them in front of me. I love that. <laughs> Not over there, right in front of me.
0: I, thought I it love was, that. I thought it was turn the other cheek, man uh sam no, happy to no, no, have no, no, you no. happy to have you what what Thank have you sir. done uh, what have you done vocationally and what's your background professional
1: i was uh i had a company we made packaging and it was fine for twenty years and they shipped every all the manufacturing uh. to uh china mm. so i went to real estate and then they pulled the rug out from me on that i'm fine mm. with it good mm. do it mm-hmm. but you know i've always known the federal reserve was a you know a scam so yeah Thank God I paid Social Security for 10 years just by luck, because I was always hey. the entire- guy. Yeah, I'll never be here, but uh, I happened to be there, and this lady said, no, you got to apply for it, because you know, I'll cut my nose off the spot my face, no no problem. I'm not supplying for that, even though I paid it.
0: Well, you, that's the way I yeah. used to, that's the way I looked at it, and it was my dear, now departed friend, David Strait, who said, Roger, that's not their money. Don't be an idiot. I their, I don't want their <laughs> blood money, see? And he said, that's not yeah. their money, that's your money. That's yeah, so, so what say, she said. I'm, I've been drawing it for 11 years, and thank God I hadn't had to sell gold, you know, to live. Yeah, there you go. Yep. So uh, it's, been a, it's been a real godsend. I don't get a whole lot. But if, yeah, either. me either. Minimum. Uh, the thing is, is what Social Security did, does that I did not know is they figure your payment on the last couple of quarters out of the 40 quarters. And at that yep. point, I was teaching part-time a couple hours a week, and I just wasn't making much money, you know. Uh, right. I was making enough to live and pay my bills, but I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't going out to the five star restaurants like I used to previously. Right. When I had a big time expense account. <laughs> right. Right. Those were all the days. Stuff. Those were the days. Yeah, man. Hey, honey, that let's stop by uh, Brennan's there and get some. Uh, uh, what's the, what's that thing? the bananas uh, Foster. Bananas Foster. Foster. Yeah. Mm, yeah. man. One of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. I make it at home now. Everything got homemade. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. i got plenty yeah. of bananas in Ecuador. Uh, yep. Sam, welcome aboard, man, and please come back Appreciate. and join us and add and question yes, and all that stuff. And you sound like a real sharp guy, and we're real happy to have you. And Spread the word, uh, all of you. Spread yeah, I'll the you
1: word. Yeah, i let you know how, my, uh, how it goes getting this application yeah. done. I'll let you know.
0: You know, here's from my experience is that you're going through this empowerment process. You're starting already. I can tell that you are already empowered by this information. And I agree. Once you go through the formal part of it and you get this thing filed, now once you get it, she accepts it at the post office. Uh huh. It's considered received. Okay. All right. So the so minute that's the they date. accept that's the it, date of my yeah, but it's the way the IRS does. They can put something oh, okay. in the last known address and it's considered received, right? Okay, good the Good, you got it. And so the minute they take it in there, it's received, and you can go out and start doing things, like if you had to go see a bureaucrat somewhere, and you've always hesitated to do that, and you go back, well, things have changed now. I think I'll go see old Mr. Bureaucrat over there and uh, sit down. And he said, were you a citizen of the United States? No, I'm a U.S. national. Okay, well, he doesn't know what that means. He just knows he's got to ask you, and he knows he's got to recognize that. And so he... Yeah. what's happening okay and so he goes ahead and he does what you want him to do and you walk out of there and go holy smokes that was easy and heck it's kind of fun you know and instead it's, of being hesitant about running into one now you start looking for him right okay yeah
1: that's it's the I empowerment. Got jury summits and uh, one of the exemptions to get out of jury is not a u.s citizen I said well isn't that interesting yeah. Give me a couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, see so you could do this. And, and a lot of people in our community would say, and I don't know that I disagree with them, that if you were summoned to jury duty, that you ought to go in there and do it if you got the time and all that kind of stuff, because you can throw a real monkey wrench in their deal there okay i
1: used to think like that now you know what you guys enjoy yourselves i'm out of everything okay okay
0: well the other thing you can do
2: and i actually did
1: get on a jury one time they said well what's your opinion of the justice system i go it's all about money and influence they go okay you're on come on you know the score (laughs) (laughs) they they picked me i go what that's pretty unusual
0: so well i can tell the story about my friend in panama city uh, who uh, got called into a murder trial on a jury duty Uh it was a little diminutive girl uh, at a trailer park up there, and she had a, 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 a wife, a girlfriend, beater, belligerent kind of boyfriend, husband, whatever he was, bigger than her, all that, and he had a nice forty-five that he had honed and taken to the gunsmith and got it down to a hair trigger, and he mm-hmm. came in drunk uh, trying to get up the stairs into the trailer and beat her up or something, and she grabbed the gun not knowing it had a hair trigger and killed him okay and so she was on trial for murder all right and he was he was in the uh, jury and he carried a fully informed jury little booklet in and he said roger they brought the gun in and ammunition and put it on the table and when they found out i had that little fully informed jury booklet they went apoplectic they let us have the gun and the ammunition they wouldn't let that in the room it shows you what they're scared (laughs) of okay
1: Unbelievable. So, but they here, are a bunch of
0: pussies. Back to the point here, and I had this question on Sunday about voting. And uh, the first thing people should realize is that you, you're voting. You go obviously with all the evidence, you know the things rigged. So quit voting when they got the machines. I you machined them out. You're urinating into a really cold north wind. Okay, but yep. if you want to insist on doing that, that's okay. Uh, it's all voluntary. And uh, but it, it, what we should know is you should go and look up James Traficant's little talk when he's alive in the house full of people. He said. Ladies and gentlemen of the House, we're trustees uh, acting in receivership on the biggest bankruptcy in the history of the world. So that's who they are. That's who you're voting on. And if you insist on continuing to vote and remove yourself from the system that they control, then what, what are you doing it for? It's just an exercise. Yep. This is the conditioning that people have a hard time breaking, see? Oh, I know. All right. I, and, it's incredible. Uh, so, but if you insist on doing that, it's okay with me. Go into your local election supervisor, take a copy of your affidavit, and request, don't tell her, request to be labeled a elector instead of a voter. Oh. Okay.
1: Okay. That's all how you say it, ain't
0: it? It's the With words, man. Creatures. Well, you know, the thing is, is this having the definitions to their words in this scheme are the keys to the matrix. Yep. Yeah. And that's why it gets me so upset with some of our people that want to take what they've used and how they've set this up. Well, I want to modify it. I don't want to be that. And see, I mean, that's the the God said we're a stiff neck people. Right. Well, right. Yeah. There's your yeah. example. OK, yeah. here's these words. Yeah. Here's these system. These things unlock it. I don't want to use that. I want to use something else
1: okay oh, that's why i like they had it at the bottom of that uh, passport for him here's the sentence i go good i'm a c student
0: i copy <laughs>
4: well listen <laughs> <love>
0: alan, <laughs> alan are you on with us is alan on with us today i guess not unfortunately because i wanted to give you an attaboy okay yeah alan who's a new student was referred to us by jim ram came up with that and see it's you new people that go in there and oh yeah well you're all enthused and you're looking and you want to study and hey maybe i can find something where he's wrong okay and you're in there and alan found that god bless you alan i want to use their words in their scheme and shove them up their barracks bag hey alan there there. you are you went ahead and joined us didn't you yeah i was
2: listening over on
1: the other one i had a phone call so i've been listening on the radio side
0: today okay well we're i just wanted to thank you man here personally if you were there to for giving us that one sentence and i that's all i use with people anymore you use this because now you're using their policy statement up and shoving it up their barracks bag and it's got to get somebody's attention it's just a little twist you know now this should come up if you're interested in giving people like uh, IRS uh, uh, notice. Okay. You may want to put under that, Sam, if you want, I'm just using you as an example. You may want to mm-hmm. put bullet point two. And you may want to say, as a national, I'm non resident to the residency and alien to the citizenship of the 14th Amendment. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, why would you want to put that in there? Because now, if you want to notice IRS, There it is right there, because their little jurisdictional statement is 1.1-1A. You could add that in there. And you're just further saying, but let me tell you what, IRS knows if you're a national, they got no jurisdiction. You don't have to further point, you know, follow the bouncing ball. Okay. You don't really have to do that. They know. And they react really, really adversely, and they have in the past, because they know you've taken all their power away, and they can't stand it, because that's their teeth right there. Mhm. Okay. Yeah, too too bad Irwin didn't know, huh? You're too bad a whole lot of people didn't know. I let me, rephr- died, let me rephrase. let me rephrase that. It's too bad a lot of people yeah. wouldn't listen. Because we go. had this out there 30 years ago and people like the Save a Patriot Foundation and the other ones did nothing but ridicule us about it. Yeah, That's to include their attorney Larry Beecraft, by the way. Yeah, then Fetch wouldn't
1: do it. He's having on limb problems over there and saudi arabia wherever he is get a passport dude well
0: fetch i I mean you know fetch uh, and and i could get into and i like fetch i've listened to his show i just get aggravated because all he's doing is feeding them information you know they take his shows and they go play them for the other jews and say see how much they hate you why don't you give us some money yeah well what what good (laughs) are you doing fetch right you know you're calling them stupid and you lay this plan right here out in front of somebody and call these guys stupid well who's stupid there are
1: a lot of things but stupid ain't it
0: that's exactly correct they're diabolical they're tricky they're deceptive they're all of those things bunch of adjectives i don't even know okay right but you don't call them stupid you don't consider them to be stupid because they got you hoodwinked into volunteering into servitude you idiot who's stupid now Yeah. And what was Fetch's what was Fetch's comment? You mean I gotta learn all that stuff? Well, hey, Dennis, freedom ain't free, pal. Sorry.
1: But he always tells me as a superior intellect it should be child's play for him. It's hard for me, but
0: Well it's funny, I I listen to to him occasionally. We need somebody with intelligence to approach this. Well, you had me right there. (laughs) I don't get it. Well, I don't get it. Uh, there, there are none so hopelessly enslaved as those who falsely believe they're free. Yeah, you know the, the Harriet Beecher Stowe quote was is really, really hard hitting to me, especially when it comes from somebody who's black. You know the Frederick mm-hmm. Douglass stuff, the Harriet Beecher star, or Tubbs. Well, is that right, Harriet Tubbs? I can't remember the gal's name, but the one that did the Underground Railroad.
1: Okay, well they want to put her on the twenty. Instead of Jackson.
0: Oh, yeah, that 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 one. one. Well, she said... Harriet Tubman. Okay, thank you, Harriet Tubman. She said, I freed a thousand slaves, and I could have freed thousands more if they only knew they were slaves. There you go. Wear that one. Yep. Okay. Yikes. So but, anyway, uh, great to have you. Everywhere Sammy. I
1: travel, uh, they, you know, the people I interact with, uh, they're not vaxers. They know it's a scam. It's it's growing.
0: Well, listen, the best thing up. all you guys can do is as you're going through your day to day, and you find people like that. If you're fortunate enough to interact with people like that, is you start presenting them with the equivocation. Okay, that's the easiest way to approach people on this. Okay, yep. and and you yep. start out with. Are you a citizen of the United States or are you a citizen of the United States of America? That's one. You can go in. Are you free or are you a slave? Okay. Yep. And if you especially take a copy of that certificate of non-citizen nationality, have them read the first ten words of the third paragraph, and then you start that way. Did you know you right. had a dual political status? Uh-huh. And it's What's on a the po- passport, too. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they got to yeah. put it there, see? they But they yeah. do a great job hiding it. Okay. Yeah, they do. Okay, have you ever been asked if you're a national? Well, golly, you never have. Well, if not, why not? Why do they always Mm -hmm. ask you this
1: other one? And it's important. It's an important question to them. I mean, like, what what do you think I am? Oh, you got to answer. Oh, no, I need your consent first before we can go further.
0: I was on uh, Scorpio, Dave, and his bunches show one time, and they stuck me on at the end in the third hour, and then we didn't really get a lot of time. You can't cover this stuff much in an hour. And right. uh, uh, and they wanted to ask, like, how's Argentina and what'd you like about all that kind of stuff? So we got distracted. <laughs> but uh, when I came to the questions, I remember distinctly, Dave, I said, well, have you ever been asked if you're a citizen of the United States? And Dave goes, I've been asked that hundreds of times. <laughs> yep. I wanted to say, well, yep. how'd you answer it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wrong every time. Uh, well, yeah. Well, okay. Well, now yep. I think Dave's ready to move forward. We couldn't get him on here because of his computer, and he's made some changes, and I think we'll get him on one of these days. So we'll just see. We've got two new platforms. We've probably got some new folks uh, from those uh, appearances this past weekend listening or here with us live. Let me open it up, see if there's anybody else that wants to ask a question or something, especially if you're new. We'd love to hear from you.
3: Hello, I'm new, it's Padgett.
0: Hey Padgett, nice to have you We love females too, a new Female, boy
3: Yeah, I found you because I searched On Swiss cows about two weeks ago um, Some kind of question Of um, how I can take on the Health departments of California And the United States Mm -hmm. And that Spingoli interview came up So I listened to it and I was like, oh this is what I've been looking for I, I even went as far As I think in 2018 I wrote a letter to all kinds of post office all over the place in the united states um through the judicial district with my signature as the stamp not not a stamp as a stamp and asking them uh how do i get documentation for non-citizenship like how can i be a united states free person (laughs) i didn't have the word you know um what is it when you're not a citizen
0: not a, a national
3: National? Yeah, I, I didn't have that word, but I was just, like, asked, putting the question out there, and um, I never got an answer, so it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what words I used, but that interview came up from February, uh-huh. and and so I was like, oh, well, this is what I'm going to do. So today, I am going to go and get a, a passport application, but I do have a lot of questions for you. Well, I, I,
0: you, you came to the right place, and I'm glad you're <laughs> able to navigate to find us. You're exactly and I mean exactly the kind of person we're looking for here today. Thank you, Pat. It's Padgett. Right. You wrote me an email last night because I remember the name. Yes. yes. Now, you're in and, California? Um, you're in California?
3: I'm in California. Or What part? Uh, Los Angeles County, okay. right, where they, I All took right. on the, um, the supervisors last week, and okay. that meeting was a total – I mean, um, they ask you when you call in if you're for or against – the propositions that they made and they made three propositions to enforce mandatory vaccinations here and um, so you you say opposition you know and so then they don't call on you they had 13 so they shouldn't even ask that question I wrote them an email and told them they're absolutely disgusting you know with the way that they do that because if they're going to ask you then they need to have like six for and six against and let it be fair and all those people for had been told what to say it was so obvious
0: Yep. No, the whole thing's set up. They're really trying to push this truth terrible. Now, I'm going to give you the good news. The good news, we've got several really good folks for you to align with there in your area. One of them may pop in on us here today. He's relatively new, but he's got a lot of knowledge that he came to the table with, and he's picked up on this real quick, and his name is Ryan. And he's got a whole group of people. He's involved with Peggy Hall and some of those people out there, some of your spark plugs. And then my old and dear friend, John Cassero is in Orange County in Riverside and he is holding meetings and really proffering this also. So if you'll if you'll pop me another email page, I'm gonna put you in touch with both those guys, okay?
3: Padgett, but yes, I will Padgett, I'm um, sorry. I, I also have a group, uh when they put us in lockdown here last year, I uh-huh. was like, you know, F you. So I started having afternoon teas here. <laughs> And, um, so we've been having afternoon tea and we haven't stopped. And when they put us in lockdown every time, we have it more. When they put us in lockdown, we go to uh, lockdown. We go to Basilico's for, for food because, you know, they're a restaurant in Huntington Beach that never closed. So, Uh um, the more that they pushed at us, the more we met. So um, I will be passing on this experience that I have, okay. too, um, with that group.
0: Okay. Well, here's what I want you to know that you can do, and I would I would suggest you follow through on this, okay? Uh-huh. Once you get that in the passport application and uh, in the mail, then it's considered received, okay? So now what you need to do is you need to make take that affidavit and say this is in the possession of the – and it's important, I think, for me it would be, with what I know at this stage, that you use the language in the right language. And, for instance, on your little cover letter for your notice, you go, please see the enclosed citizenship evidence in possession of the United States Secretary of State. Now, if you wanted to put I got a great court site from 1835, if you want to use it in there, you could, which says that doesn't matter on any questions of citizenship, doesn't matter what the passport is or anything else. It matters what paperwork is in the possession of the secretary, if admissible in a court of law, is to be considered the higher and better evidence. Okay, Now, that's why you're never going to get brought into court, because it's in his possession, and you can bring it into any court, and it bypasses the rules of evidence, and they can't stop it.
3: Yeah, I will probably be calling in a lot um, with oh, questions when it gets to that point. But good. first, I need you to know this. Okay. Nobody in my family was born in this country. Doesn't make any it, difference. No.
0: Makes no difference.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Um, good. Okay. Are you, are, um, no,
0: what makes a difference is nobody was there. Who Are you naturalized or were you born in this country?
3: I got naturalized in 2016.
0: Well, then you notice from the Certificate of Non-Citizen Nationality, it doesn't say. The 14th Amendment says all persons born or naturalized. Yes, that's true. And then on the Certificate of Non-Citizen Nationality, it even comes out more bluntly and says all U.S. citizens are U.S. nationals. So it doesn't matter how you got there. It matters that you're there
3: okay good yeah i came here a long time ago but it took me a really long time to become a, a united states now, citizen because your, i didn't really want
0: where'd your folks come from what where, where, where's the? my mother
3: uh... is from south africa my father is from australia they met at wimbledon in oh. um 60 like something oh, and cool. um yeah my sister was the most photographed female in england in 1964 at wimbledon because my mom had this cute little baby right with but anyway um but yes yeah, so um I was born in Australia in Victoria mm-hmm. where
0: Boy yeah. you're lucky you got out of there.
3: Yes, I went there in 2016 and I saw all this evidence of Agenda 21 already in play and I was, like for instance, I was driving on this freeway to go to Bendigo where I was living a a long time ago and we used to have a little side road that we used to ride on. Well, they let that get all grown over so you have to go on the freeway and you have to pay to go on the freeway. You can't travel with, and I was like, oh, this is so Agenda 21 already, oh my god, I'm not coming back here because I could see it's just going to get even worse. All right. Yeah, so but um so yeah, it's very sad, um but it's very neat too because you know, they even they don't just tell us like COVID-19, which is certificate of vaccination, identification and the 19 being artificial intelligence digital. Mm-hmm. COVID-19, 19 is the number of all that is. It's like the number of gold. It's the number of bursting out. So in a way, they're telling us that this is like I mean, it's a good thing, even though it's a bad thing, you know, like it's like because we can we have an opportunity to really burst out into our power. So Uh,
0: without a question, you're absolutely right. So what what questions can we address for you? And it doesn't sound like you got anything standing in your way of doing this, but I want to make sure all the questions are answered so you'll understand. And so you can help teach your other folks there in your group what's going on.
3: Yes. And I will also get in touch with the other people that you tell me. Okay, so my questions are things like, I'm an acupuncturist, but I am uh, in the control group. I do not wear the mask. I do not do all this stuff. So I have not been seeing clients because we are told that we have to wear a mask. Well, if I become you know, a non-citizen, then I should be able to conduct my business how I want right
0: all of the laws are enforced through either federal or state agencies all agencies are man-made laws yes and once you remove yourself from that system they have no applicability to you that's why I was going to tell you a minute ago the second step you need to do is to put all these people on notice and I want to explain to you why okay and why this works Up to this point, we're playing on a playing field that's at a 45-degree angle. It's all merchant law slanted in their direction, right? Once you file this, that levels out. It's now a level playing field. You have access to the common law, which they really, really don't want you to be able to access, okay? Because it screws them up, all right? They can't play all their little games with the common law. So now that the playing field is leveled and we all know the rules – Now you can weaponize the law the way they've been weaponizing it, except you're going to weaponize the common law. And the way you're going to do it is you're going to use the base idea, the base foundational concept of all laws, all, I think there's seven or eight different jurisdictions of law. And that's the word and the phrase due process. For our purposes here, for new people like yourself and the, uh, most of the other folks here, I don't want to get into fancy stuff like Brent wants to. Let's just say that that due process is notice and the right to be heard. Yes. I can give notice, and if you want to contest it, you got that right, and I'll challenge it. Notice okay. and the right to be heard. Okay, That's the underpinning of everybody in the world in history. All right? And so now you're going to weaponize that. And the way you're going to weaponize it is you're going to write a nice little cover letter, and you're going to say, please find the enclosed citizenship evidence now in possession of the United States Secretary of State and adjust your records and actions accordingly. Pretty simple, right? Right. At the top of that letter in big, bold capital letters, I would put notice to the principal is notice to the agent notice to the agent is notice to the principal then you start dear sir and you're going to address it to the attorney general of the state of california who oversees all the laws and all the law people that are under his jurisdiction as agents
3: Okay, so I don't have to send one of these to the acupuncture board. I just send it to the... Well,
0: you know, you can. You're going to send it to him, but you're going to copy a whole bunch of other people, and you can send it to them, okay? You can send it to the acupuncture board, but I would certainly insist that you send it to the local district attorney, the local sheriff, and the local police chief of police if you got one. Okay. Now you CC them, and what covers you is that statement at the top. Notice to the principals, notice to the agent. So if the attorney general gets it, whose responsibility is it? It's his to make sure they know. And you've copied them on them, so you've fulfilled your requirement of letting them know. And
3: uh, principals is L E S. Well,
0: uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, P-A-L, principal, is, uh, is, I think, the guy at the yeah. school, right?
3: Yeah, I worked as a sign language interpreter for 28 years with at um, school. That's why I, I had to get clear on which kind of okay. principal well, we're
0: talking about. Okay, <laughs> well, but it probably wouldn't matter if you misspelled it, all right? Because that's form and yeah. not substance. And I, won the cor- I actually got that IRS case put back on the docket when they tried to get it dismissed on that point right there. All form and no substance in your argument did i misspell the word that doesn't stop what's going on here okay
3: right okay okay so yeah, that
0: is th- very important for you Paget, and everybody yes. okay yep. because this solidifies your position now you've got a defensive position because each okay. one of those guys well they go in to have that job they take a oath to do their job within the limits of their responsibility. The, can that can that guy, the acupuncture board, can he go down to Mexico and nail some acupuncturists down there? Nope. Oh, why not?
3: Out of his jurisdiction. Correct. <laughs> um, that's cool because I consider myself a light bearer acupuncturist because I work with the light, and now I can truly work with the light because I won't have all their Satan crap. In my that's way right. anymore. That's right. Yeah,
0: and I got a yeah. nice tip for you because we're hooked up with a great doctor with a wonderful pu- magnetic pulse frequency machine that's going to do wonders for your practice. I'm going to send you some information on that too.
3: Okay. um And my other question: So, do I understand that they don't take away your social security number?
0: Well, there's no reason for them to, because your social security number is nothing but an identifier. It's not a nexus to the system. Okay. Okay, I can prove that to you. People have a question. (laughs) That's more patriot mythology. Here's what happens in our community. It's so complex and convoluted with all this stuff we have to take hours to explain that our people are looking for answers, and they see two things that appear to connect, and they connect them, and then it's gospel. And then I heard it from somebody, so I know it's true. You know. And what's the old Mark Twain uh, uh, paraphrase, Mark Twain? It ain't what I know that's killing me. It's what I know that ain't so. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Because anybody in the entire world can contract with Social Security. As long as you send them that little pittance out of whatever you get paid at the end of when you turn and are eligible, they'll give you what what they steal 90% of and they'll give you back 10%.
3: So that 10%, will we still get it back, even if we're a non-citizen?
0: Yeah. Oh, Listen, I've been getting mine for 11 years, and I sent my affidavit in with my application to Social Security. You have to apply to collect on your account, quote-unquote.
3: Okay, and what about that meta stuff that happens when people are over?
0: Now, I don't know about that personally, and I can't speak for it because I've always been out of the country. I can't use it down here, and uh, so I don't know. I just okay, told I'm them not I don't I'm I told i was not interested in it's what I told
3: them. Yeah, I'm not interested in either, but maybe it's again one of those things where you have to send them and say I'm a non-citizen because oh. they have something like part D or something where they want to punish you with a fine if you don't sign up for drugs or something or Damn, well,
0: D, yeah. you got to remember so, this, all of those book. man-made laws only apply to citizens and residents.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay yeah i'm looking forward to sending them an affidavit about that
0: <laughs> I'll, be, I'll just bet you are i, I really I like your i i like the way you come across and i love your attitude i love the enthusiasm in your voice and and all that yeah, stuff. i can hardly it.
3: wait to take on the health department now oh right,
0: I, I love this girl
3: because <laughs> i've taken on three different directors for california alone because they keep changing them like crazy uh-huh and oh man i i am just really looking forward to next time
0: well you see once you do this it doesn't matter who's in the office they've got it on file
3: yeah well
0: now you can get with ryan or john or both out there and either one of those groups you'll add a lot to i can promise you so we're real tickled to have you padgett what other questions can we deal with
3: um i don't know but that's a good start i'm gonna go get oh i guess this would be a good one i changed my name so even though i have a current passport i would assume that even, I mean, I, I also need to ask for a new application because I'm going for a new status. But, I mean, I'm going for a new name, and I think they make you get a new uh, application anyway.
0: I, I don't know about all that, okay, honestly. And, uh, I'll but find out. I'm I would, uh, You can ask them. You can call the State Department. They're real good about, you know, the nice lady on the phone, mm-hmm. on the 800 number. Um, but uh, if, did you say you've already you've, – you've got a passport? Is it active now or is it expired? Yes.
3: I have an active passport. Okay, I you're going to have to I
0: send that in when you send it in, so you better do something in the same name, or else find out specifically about any changes ahead of time.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: They're going to ask you for a court order for change in name.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you have yeah, one of those?
3: I have that. I have it. Well, so I figured.
0: Okay. i be clear. I mean,
3: I've had so many names because of marriage and stuff, so I've got, I've got all that.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, we're tickled to death to have somebody with brimming with enthusiasm such as you. And, oh, yeah. uh, and welcome. And I'm really glad you joined us. How did you, you stumbled on me through a search, huh?
3: it was swiss cows i searched because i, I use swiss cows because i even find that when i use DuckDuckGo, they uh-huh. still bring up a lot of the same old crap but swiss cows is pretty good so far uh-huh. they bring up um obscure things like they brought you up
0: uh, yeah hold <laughs> it. I, i've <laughs> never i've never heard of this search engine before swiss cows.com
3: yeah uh, I don't know because I just go to Swiss Cows each time. I don't. I haven't downloaded any app or anything. No, no,
0: no, no. It's doc. Is the address yeah. dot com dot. Probably. Dot, yeah. Dot,
3: okay. It's probably dot com. Okay. Well, I there's a search. couple.
0: There. There's one called Gopher that's real good, and I think I found one recently a while back called Yippee y i p p e e that seemed pretty good too. So there's some of these obscure ones out there, kind of eating in yes. and nibbling at Google, and I think that's fantastic. Yes. Swiss yes. Cows.
3: Because I try to avoid Google, I try to avoid Amazon, any of those people, you know. Because I've been in the um, do not vaccinate movement for a very, very long time. 1987 Mm -hmm. is when I um, first realized they were, you know, engineered weapons. Uh And um, so I got my child through school in California with no vaccines. Got her through college, too. And she was the only graduating class February 2020. Um, And then, you know, all hell broke loose and no one was Uh having graduations. But...
0: Anyway, right under the wire, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Swiss cows gave you some sweet milk.
3: Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, because I found you. That's good. And, and, and I don't remember what my question was, but I have written letters um, again to California and to uh, 200 Independence, what is it, uh, Avenue uh-huh. in Washington D.C. demanding that they show me proof of their claim that there's a natural contagious virus floating around and that they, you know, I gave them all kinds of detail of what they better do and I gave them time limits. Okay. I mean, there's like no threat though, because there's nothing I can do really. Right. But I, I just well, said, you know,
0: <laughs> you know what? That may change after you get this thing filed.
3: It may. And I don't know if this is true or not, but I told them in my opinion, m- my signature getting canceled by the post office and you holding this document, it makes this document the court because the post office is like the highest thing of the land, you know. So I told them, as far as I'm concerned, this is the court, and I'm challenging you, and you better show it to me.
0: You know where the post office came from?
3: Well, Benjamin Franklin I heard, but I don't know.
0: The, the name came from in the middle of town when people wanted to get a message to somebody. There was a big pole in the middle of the town oh. that people would go nail and post stuff up to us. That's where the, the yeah. name came from.
3: I've heard in Council Grove, Kansas, they had that. They uh-huh. had a tree, and people would leave messages there for months for someone to come by and pick it up. Yep.
0: Now, interestingly enough, Caligula, back in Rome, would take and make laws, and then he'd nail them to a pole about 10 feet high above the ground that you couldn't see and read, and but you had to follow them. Okay? <laughs> and there was a statement out of the Japanese law book that said the people must be apprised of but no, the people must abide by, but not be apprised of the law. Hm. That's what we got going on here.
3: Yeah, that's like their 5G warnings that they put up really high on the polls. Yeah. Where you can't read them? <laughs>
0: yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> well, man, we're real happy to have the new blood here, Sam and Paget, and all this good activity and this energy and stuff, and it's just really thrilling. Um, is there anybody else that's new that's got questions? I'm sure we got some new thank listeners you. on Eurofolk and stuff. You had no, you had another one, Paget.
3: Me? No, no. But thank you.
0: Okay. Well, we're glad to have you. You come back and join us any time. Okay. Okay. And uh, we got a good, I don't know, this is your first time on the show, right?
3: This is my first time on this show, yes. I I, I told you... Well, I told you in the email that I was actually on Ingrid's show February oh, 27th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We okay. Talk-
0: gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. we
3: were talking about how I got my daughter through California without right. any vaccine. Right. Not that it matters now because the fight is a, a completely different level.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure has. And I, uh, I remember that now you telling me you were on Ingrid's show. And that is her specialty also, so we can certainly understand how that happened. Yep. And I'll bet you two had a wonderful conversation, you two gals. You're both yep. high energy, very vocal, and all that kind of stuff.
3: Yep.
0: Really wonderful. We're tickled to death to have you. Was there anybody else that's new that had a question or that's old and had a question? Not old like most of us are, but, I mean, been around a while. You see, here's what happens with people. As you get further into this, and this is why the basics are so important, and I'll tell you, Paget, right now, and we've got people who have been around here 10 years that will tell you the same thing. You can't hear the basics of this enough times doesn't matter how many times you've heard them you can't hear them enough times and i think the reason is because we grow you know you're noodling oh that's why that is boom and you connect another dot you untie another knot somewhere and you move forward and then you hear that basic stuff again and you go well i didn't realize that before when i heard it those other 10 times so that that's what happens see it's a new stimulus because you're in a new position
3: Yes, and also when you hear uh, different people's points of view on their different way, because I read the Red Amendment, and, um, and I've read other people's works, and it's, but you're the only one who actually told me how I could get a physical document in my hand.
0: That's funny. That's what Dennis said uh, when I was on Dennis Fetch's show, and he said, I've had, I've had these other guys on there, and he mentioned Bork, and he mentioned somebody else. He said, they couldn't tell me how to get, get a passport. Can you? that was dennis's question i said yeah i can tell you how he didn't want to know how he just wanted to know if i could tell him how okay (laughs) that's true. that's true story you know i mean i asked him when i was on that day and where we got cut off he only gave me an hour again and 40 minutes into it this takes a while you know i mean there's a lot of knots in your mind you're real screwed up if you don't know this stuff all right when you're answering yes i'm a slave all right and so i asked him this question i said dennis what do you know about the feudal system? And he thought for a second. He was quiet. He said, absolutely nothing. And that's when we got cut off. And he never asked me back on the program. Oh, man. Here's somebody that's asking you a question about something you know nothing about that everybody out there identifying neo feudal, this feudal, that feudal. What do you know about it? Nothing. But I don't, I don't want to hear anymore because I might have to learn something.
3: Right. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, there is something I would like to tell you. When yes. um, when this whole thing happened, I mean, I was kind of getting ready for it because I saw Kobe Bryant's and his daughter's death as a sacrifice to their god. You know, their Satan uh, god. Yeah. Then, oh, they're getting ready for a big kill. So I started warning people. And then in March, what I did is I had everyone in my family write a letter to themselves, and I said, if anyone asks you for any kind of ID, you show this. Because your, your signature has been canceled by the post office. Don't show the American ID, you know, the U.S. citizenship. Because I didn't know about, like, this, what mm-hmm. you're teaching us. But I wanted something if someone was going to come knocking at my door, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's all I knew to do. <laughs> but this is going to be so much better.
0: Oh, this stops them cold. I- I'm going to tell you, in all these years, you've never seen these guys quiet when they're confronted.
3: Now you're a terrorist.
0: How dare you question this election fraud that's right in front of you? Okay. That's their attitude. Well, it's the only thing I've ever seen them presented with that's important, where they stand absolutely, totally mute.
3: I'm looking forward to that.
0: Okay. They just back down, and everybody does what you ask them to. And what I would tell you is what I told other folks. I've been doing this over 10 years, 10 and a half years, 10, 11 years here this spring coming up, I guess. And I have no idea how many people have filed these things, okay? Most people don't get with me. Most people, I think, probably went to the book where my affidavit, my five-page one that we originally filed is reprinted, copied it verbatim, and sent it in, okay? And so that's all right. Uh, But I do know this. If any of them would have had any problems, they'd have found a way to get a hold of me. Would you agree with that? If all of a sudden you got somebody giving you a bunch of problems because you've taken this step, well, I'm going to the guy
3: that told me I did this. He's got the answers, right? People would want to make you wrong, for sure. Well,
0: I've never had one person get to me in ten and a half years with any problems, except for these bluff letters and stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna keep you posted. I'm okay. gonna keep you posted yeah. every step of the way as okay, to what it's great. like. And I'm going, a- I'm going I'm going to the post office with no masks, so we'll okay. see what happens with yeah, <laughs> the federal building. So we'll see.
0: Well, you might wanna go ahead and wait till they accept it and then take the mask off and say, You ain't got no jurisdiction on me.
3: Yeah, but see, for me, it's putting one on. My daughter did give me a mask. I do have one on me now. Like, this is my first time I have a mask with me. So I would. I do have it. I will have it with me. So we'll see what happens. Okay. But since Good I don't deal. wear them, we'll see.
0: What- I, I want to tell you on that story I just told you why I, I arrive at those numbers. And since you don't know in your first time, you know, my teacher spent 15 and a half years in federal prison. Not they, for The reason was for teaching the tax information, but they didn't use that to convict. they used a bunch of other stuff i think glenn my still living teacher we had him on the show here a couple of months ago first time in a long time glenn had 90 charges up against him okay here's a guy that's an annapolis graduate uh, you probably don't know don't know who Roger Staubach is. Pretty, pretty got a lot of records he still holds in the National Football League. He he came yeah. out of Annapolis. Glenn tutored him to the Heisman Trophy. Okay, and after he got finished with his service requirements in the Navy, he uh, he got very uh, intrigued with game theory which I don't even know what it is. I just know it's out there. And so he studied game theory for a year and a half, and he started professional gambling. And in two years, he was barred from over 40 casinos from New Jersey through the Caribbean. So he's a pretty sharp guy. Okay. (laughs) And Glenn uh, told me after they got out, um, the judge said, I think you're the spark plug of this. I'm going to give you more time. So he gave Glenn nine and a half years and gave John six. And uh, Glenn, when he got out, was telling me, he said, the U.S. attorney got up in open court and stated that the IRS had received over 100,000 of those affidavits. There was only 1,200 people that paid to go through the course. So when I say I have no idea how many people the secretary of state has received those from, my guess is at least several hundred thousand, probably upwards of that a bit.
3: Well, it's about to double. <laughs> okay, good. It's well, not more.
0: Good. <clears throat> Cause listen, you know, because, listen, that's going to bring well, them to their knees. See, they can't yeah. rebut it. They can't address it. And they can't do anything to those people without totally taking the mask off.
3: Yeah. And and people like me who knew, like, I did not want to register my child's birth back in um, the 1990s, Smart. but, pardon?
4: Smart girl.
3: Well, I knew that I didn't want to, but unfortunately, I was in communication with my baby, and she wanted me to, so that's okay, because, you know, there's a whole, l- l- look at all of us, like, in being slaves and the experiences we've had. So there is something in that. And so, okay, fine, I'm not going to deprive her. But now, if I were going to have a baby, I would be like, nope, sorry, you chose me as your mom. You're not getting registered. No way. No way now. But back in the 1990s, it wasn't so, like, everything with my child that they wanted me to do, I didn't do. I had her at home in water. My naked hands were what first touched her. No one was wearing masks. It was lovely. Um, I didn't give her any vaccines, nothing, nothing, nothing. So I was able to take on the government every step of the way. But now, there's just no way. I wouldn't even want to bother fighting. Mm -hmm. So, no, I would be like, not only are you not going to be registered, except for, like, the Bible or something – or you know or wherever you are not going to be a citizen you're going to be well, this
0: you see here here's their their role because we got my buddy tom shram i alluded to earlier they had him in, uh, at home i believe he didn't have a birth certificate i believe he was somebody came in and helped her birth him okay but they picked him up in the census mm. okay all persons born boom so they impute the birth certificate to him even though he didn't have one that's cold <laughs> okay that's why this little statement is so important that's the presumption of law that overrides everything and it's not only here, it's worldwide this is the beast system of revelation we just had an example here within the last week I don't, you hadn't been listening. You don't know. You might not have heard this. I didn't see the story. I heard it. And the story was over in England, mom had had a child, and they immediately now start sticking that PCR thing way up the back of their nose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Child's going crazy. The mom objects. They say, you can't object. This child's our property. Told her right yeah. to her face okay yeah well how'd that happen well gosh i guess it's this assigning a political status when they come out of mama's womb now let's take the reverse abortion horrible i hate to bring it up i hate to talk about it makes my skin crawl okay how'd they pull that off all persons born are naturalized a person is an entity to whom the law ascribes rights and duties when you're in your mama's womb you're not born yet so you're not a legal person so you're fair game
3: well i don't understand why anyone would want to give birth in a hospital that's like going to the hospital to have a bowel movement it's it just didn't (laughs) even make sense to me
4: (laughs) that's <laughs> a
3: good one <laughs> <laughs> that'd swamp
0: them wouldn't it
4: <laughs> by the way
0: rents Rent said last night they're going to start not allowing you to have insurance coverage or admit you into a hospital unless you've been vaccinated you want to yeah, talk about these frequency machines and their future on actually curing people here's your future in medicine right there i'm telling you jim is that you is that cody or jim or do you sound like
4: cody but i thought they wouldn't pay out if you got vaccine damage like if you died of the vaccine i
0: thought the life i think that's what they're saying now they're going to require it yep yep something like that because it was experimental and after it gets approved by the fda it'll be different
4: okay i think jim was there too jim were you there
0: jimbo was that you buddy Evidently not. I thought it was. Somebody else is trying to say something. Anybody have anything to add here? I am here. There he is. uh, I
2: wasn't trying to talk. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And I think I have my problems sorted out. Do you? I hope. (laughs) i think so okay we'll find out here in a little bit
0: we're going to try and transition which we haven't been able to do because of technical stuff with using the Jitsi platform from this show over to jim's show which follows us and is do-it-yourself health and jim's pretty schooled and knowledgeable in that sort of thing and we always when i can remember to promote your show jim and
2: I appreciate that very yeah, much. Buddy. And I love what uh, love what Padgett had to say about having a baby in the hospital. Yeah, I've been preaching that for a long time, not yeah. quite in the same terms, but uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying the same hey, thing. You
0: know, listen, if you are going to go to the hospital to have a bowel have a have a loose one, would you for him?
3: It's just, the hospital is the worst place to go. I mean, do you want to get Amen. sick? Do you want to be around entities? Do you want to be around like Draco reptilian? Um all this kind of crap and 5g no
0: did did you guys happen to hear the third hour alex yesterday i think cody did because you were gonna go back and listen to it i
4: finally went back and listened to it that's unbelievable how they treated that doc the guy was a doctor and they were he's
0: a retired doctor 70 years old he's in sarasota memorial hospital he named the hospital okay And the guy next to him, I I hate to bring this up because I think this is what happened to Chris, okay? Guy gets pneumonia. They will not give him antibiotics. The doctor in the bed next to him diagnoses his pneumonia because he can hear his breathing. He gets a specialist on the phone at 2 in the morning. They won't listen to him. They won't give him any antibiotics. The guy dies, and they kick the doctor out of the hospital.
4: Don't don't forget the part that might be important for people, Roger, to remember. You he, he really should go listen to it. You can probably find it on band.video so you don't have to listen to the whole show. But he talked about something about the white count. He knew that there was not... Of Your white count will be low if you have viral pneumonia. Right. And I think it will be high if I remember correctly. You got bacterial. You bacterial and that's how he knew he had bacterial. But he, the doctor, he had only had viral because his blood you know his white count wasn't wasn't high so that was something he said is a very basic but so many doctors are even missing nowadays so that's um, kind of important
0: listen there's something know. else i wanted to bring up i heard on alex and just a snippet of it And i think it was on the saturday show and he's got a jew on there that lives in the occupied territories over there in uh, Satan sandbox Did of you hear this guess not He's interviewing this Jew over there, and he's against labor Zionists, and he's talking about labor Zionism, and he starts coming on and talking about Sabbateanism. And right then, and Alex says, my producer, I think it's Rob Dew, who's a Jew, okay? And he says, he's the one that turned me on to you, and we want to have you back and go into this. Padgett, have you ever heard of Sabbateans?
3: No. No, I haven't.
0: All right, here's something for all you new folks. Go to youtube, I'm pretty sure it's probably still on there. It's in a guy named Robert Seffer. he's one of your California boys out there, an anthropologist, an archaeologist who really does good alternative work and he's got a video and the title of it is sixteen sixty six colon Redemption through check, check. sin check 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 Don't you're check. here Jim. you're here jim sixteen sixty six colon Redemption through sin. And it goes over a subject that hadn't even popped up until the last 20 years, okay? And it's the root of all of this, and it's Sabbateanism, okay? And what happened was, I'll just give you a thumbnail. There was a rabbi 100 years before this guy that changed the Kabbalah. And the influence on the changes he made in the Kabbalah influenced this guy 100 years later named Sabbatai Zevi, who in 1666 declared himself the Jewish Messiah. And what he did was he was reading the Torah. You know, you got the Torah and the Talmud, right? There's a lot of things that are very specific in the Jewish religion people don't know, okay, factions. Well, the Torah is the first few books of the Bible. The Talmud is what came out of. Babylon. Okay. It's what G- Jesus called the tradition of the elders. All right. Because it wasn't written down. Uh, but he read in the Torah with this guy's interpretation of the Kabbalah that the Jewish Messiah would come back when the world was either all good or all bad. And I guess he knew because he was in it, it'd never be all good, him and his ilk. And they said, well, we got to make it all bad. So they took the Ten Commandments and totally reversed them. He started a movement which a large number of jews in the world followed uh and it's called sabbatianism okay and it included things like the night of the light i think they call it which is a night of the year when they all wife swap all right and do stuff like that well he died and the guy that picked it up was a guy named jacob frank and one of the Jews that I originally that originally came out on Jeff wrench with this information, I heard 20-something years ago, is named uh, Barry Chamish He was a Canadian Jew, got kicked out of Israel. Well, I guess that's good. And uh, he's the one that blew the whistle on all this and exposed it. And he said in his talk, and he got a talk of Barry Chamish up there, giving it to a Jewish group, too, by the way. And he goes, Jacob Frank was the worst Jew that's ever lived. Now, that's a hell of a statement, isn't it? Jacob Frank was the worst Jew that's ever lived. That came out of Barry Chalmish's mouth, not mine. And he's the one that went down to Constantinople and went through. You can hear the story. I won't go into it. But when he retired, he left Constantinople and moved right outside of Frankfurt, Germany, around 1770s. And I guarantee you he was one of the founders of the Illuminati. Okay.
3: Well, it sounds interesting. I actually, oh, it.
0: it's the whole background of this because what has happened is the Zionists, the political movement that Theodore Herzl started, was hijacked. They killed Theodore Herzl, and it's the Sabbateans that took over Zionism. That's what we're dealing with. That's why it's important.
3: Mm. Um, you know, can I comment on something about the pneumonia? Of course. My grandmother experienced pneumonia when she was one hundred and two in. Uh, 2008 in Australia, and they would not let her in the hospital because she was old, and they didn't want to give her a bed. Mm. So she had to survive on her own, and she did. She had double pneumonia, and she survived. Mm. Then, when she was 103 and about eight months, she choked on some food that she inhaled, Mm -hmm. and for four days, because they wouldn't let her in the hospital because she's old, and they don't want to give him a give a bed up. her body
4: so- socialized medicine is that the yes. thing I need to warn people about okay. yes yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: um and so she like um was uh, her body was taking care of it like four days it's like her body was emulsifying whatever was kind of making her sort of choke like she was surviving, and then a doctor showed up and gave her oxygen and it killed her because it probably blew the, oh. the food right on the receptors. Yeah, so, I mean, um, you know, I was just thinking about that person who has pneumonia, who's in the hospital, and they didn't have antibiotics. That, that group, that Satanist group, that group that made Western medicine to be a weapon, mm-hmm. you know, to be a subliminal message to, to get the public to where they got them on their knees. It's, it, it's so obviously nasty. Like, I don't know why anyone would want to go to a hospital.
0: Um, There was a – before us on Eurofolk is a guy named Andrew Carrington Hitchcock. You're probably maybe not familiar with him. He's written a pretty darn good book called The Synagogue of Satan. Okay. No. And he's got some and this is from his book. I heard him reading it last week. It was back when the Spain in Spain when the Jews were in all Spain before they got ejected and they had to change Maner, marinos and all that stuff. And they wrote to the Sanhedrin in Constantinople and asked them a question and they wrote back and in what they wrote back they said, "Have your children become pharmacists so they can kill Christians?" That was in 1440.
3: Mm. Yeah
0: they've been doing it a long time they get them to be doctors as long as they're in a gentile society they don't kill christians they heal them but when they take over they kill them that's what you're seeing right now yep. that was this doctors this this doctors on the Sarasota hospital's conclusion he said the reason this is happening is because the ceo of the hospital is assigned and he signs the checks for the doctors and they do what he say yep there you go
3: Yep. I do know a few doctors and nurses who just are totally and completely mind-controlled, and they just believe in, like, germ theory, and they just believe in all these things. Mm-hmm. But those ones who know, those ones who know exactly what they're doing, that is unconscionable, and they need to be held accountable. Well, and I vote every day they get held accountable.
0: Well, you know, listen, I, gotta, I, can, I can tell you about a bunch of attorneys who don't want to hear what we say. Okay? And one of them is one of the premier patriot attorneys in the country. His name Larry B. Craft. And they cannot think outside the box the same way dentists can't think outside the box about mercury and fluoride. The same reason doctors can't think outside the box of nutrition, you know, and all those other things. It's the same thing. It's the education process. And what does that all boil down to? Very sophisticated Pavlovian conditioning. I ask you a question, Padgett, you're pretty schooled in this medical stuff. You're familiar with condition response, right?
3: Yeah, you mean like where they, 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 yeah, the Pavlovian thing.
0: Yeah, Pavlovian. What's okay, it? well, you know, yeah. everybody's exposed to that in high school or college, usually in Psychology 101, right? Yes,
3: yes. Okay.
0: Have you ever heard of the second two phases of that experiment?
3: I don't know. You'd have to tell oh, me. No. No. You know
0: what? Neither has anybody else, and nobody can <laughs> seem to find it anywhere. <laughs> or maybe I do Maybe know. Swiss cows has it maybe
3: okay. <laughs> you know um when well, i was in chinese well, medicine hey, I'll,
0: I'll hold that for a second i'm going to finish okay, okay. i want to hear what okay. you got to mm-hmm. say uh but i'm going to tell you where i got this mm-hmm. and i got this from a guy that's a retired he's probably dead now four three or four star air force general named benton parton he was the expert's expert in the country after oklahoma city because he's the expert's expert in the country on munitions and explosive devices Okay. And we had him, uh we had him in Atlanta for a couple of days. I heard him give this talk and he's the where this information came from. Okay? I hear Daryl's with us now. So, here's the first thing in the Pavlovian experiment that everybody gets uh exposed to in all any education. They get the dog in the room, they ring the bell and give him food. And they get to the point where they can ring the bell and the dog will salivate without the food, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well hey, that's condition response, kids. That's all they teach you. They don't teach you the second two. in the second phase. They took the same dog in the same room, and they conditioned him to turning on the light. And the only thing the way and they beat him with a stick. Okay. And the only way the dog could escape the beating was there was a parallel board over in the corner to the floor, and he could get underneath that board, and they couldn't hit him with a stick. So that was the second conditioned response. And the third phase, they took the same dog in the same room, and they rang the bell, and they turned on the light at the same time. What do you think the dog did?
3: Salivated and ran under the thing?
0: He And that, you know what? That's generally what everybody says. Okay? <laughs> he stood in the middle of the room, and he shook. And because they you call know what that they call that today a catatonic state. And if you wonder yeah. why the American people aren't doing anything, is because that's the state they're in. And if you get into study and condition response, you'll find out that the more conditions they add on to a subject, the deeper the response takes effect. The deeper the conditioning takes effect. That's why you. Why can't Americans stand up? There's your reason. Yeah. Hey, Daryl hey bud i've
2: uh i've actually been witness to that and I've, I've seen that done the uh catatonic state and uh we used to observe that once in a while in the simulators when we were training pilots they would freeze up and <clears throat> so uh real interesting conversation you're having here today. It is a great uh, show and i'm very uh,
0: very pumped up yeah. about it
2: yeah, I uh <clears throat> I was listening and while I was listening I took the time to uh make a new t-shirt for our uh <laughs> that I'm going to wear at our our rowdy rebel jamboree that which we're has got have. a Facebook
0: uh, which has got a Facebook page I hear
2: yeah yeah we're uh we're inviting all uh rowdy rebels and uh i would say that paget and sam sound like they uh, would fit right in to the rowdy rebel jamboree so um yeah my new t shirt uh, on the on the front of it it says uh revelation two nine and right below it it says revelation three nine and on the back it says, "John the Revelator knew!" Exclamation point. And under that it says, "Do you know?" Question mark. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna have multiple T-shirts that I wear at the uh, Rowdy Rebel Jamboree. Mm-hmm.
4: Are you gonna sell them? i <laughs> I like it. I want to buy one. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, if uh, I'll take orders, all you have to do is tell me uh, if if you now the other T-shirt I have now this might be more of interest for other people is uh, I'm not even in the T-shirt business. You okay? might be. You might so be soon. I just I just think these things up, uh, Paget. I'm a I'm a contrarian, <laughs> and uh, by nature, yeah. Yep, so it. anyway yeah I hear you are too I can tell yeah uh, uh, that's a good thing so the the other t- shirt is it's uh on the front of it it says in big black bold letters it says immune and right below that it says to b s <laughs> and uh, I've I've been inoculated to uh, BS, and uh, I I got a really good response out of that one. So, if anybody likes either one of those two T-shirts, get a hold of me and I'll uh, put an order in for you, and or you could you could just copy them and go on one of these T-shirt sites and make your own. But you
4: uh, you should, you should I, it it's a good Darryl. they're good
2: conversation starters.
4: Inoculated from BS by being a national or something. Damn, that that's a,
0: that's very good, Cody. It's very good. Yeah.
4: Or something yeah, I you could, you could put
2: that me. on the back. Yeah, <laughs> you he could put it one, on the back of the T-shirt.
4: <laughs> Let's turn it. You know, Let's in the, on, right? on the Masons, you want to be one? You got to ask one.
0: <laughs> I, like, I like the one he came the, up uh, that shows the guy that's been over, and he said, have you assumed the presumption?
4: Have you?
2: Yeah. Have, yeah, that's another one. Have you assumed the presumption? uh and uh yeah so it's kind of like the old sandwich boards right you know when the guys used to walk mm-hmm. around on the streets corner with a sandwich board yeah man you know if you're going to be out me. in public and you're
3: gonna,
2: <laughs> that was I, you good yeah i
3: put signs yeah. on my backpack right march 2020 and i went into as many stores as i could with my little signs on my backpack with my naked face
2: yeah
3: and i had them all on my front awesome. lawn too yeah yeah
2: yeah a a a real a real life provocateur, yeah, in the best way, yep, yeah, we love it. I'll stick yeah, you in touch with
0: it. Ryan and John. I think you'll find some real camaraderie with both those guys, paget
3: okay, and this too the um Dar- was it Daryl
0: Daryl yes or yeah, uh,
3: Darryl, rowdy, yeah. rowdy rebel jamboree, like whatever that is <laughs> well, yeah. well okay, we'll go ahead yeah. and
0: give a plug because yeah. those guys might not know about it
2: well uh paget uh i'm one of the uh i guess you call me the old heads around here at this point wouldn't it be roger kind of and
0: lisa has got you beat by a couple uh, years though but that's okay
2: yeah yeah well what we uh i i sort of believe that you have to uh actually do things like be active and be an activist um so what we're doing here uh is we rented a venue in Gadsden, Alabama. It's on Main Street. It's in an old brick uh, theater that's been renovated for uh, having social events, if you will. Stage, sound system, air conditioning. We're going to have a half a dozen or so uh, speakers coming in from actually all over the country, Utah, Ohio, uh, West Coast, um southeast here um in georgia chicago and we're going to have uh, com- chicago we're going to have conversations about uh, some of this information we're going to have uh conversations about the real history by uh, probably one of the finest historians uh, alive today and uh or for that matter it's probably ever been alive and uh, Jim Ram who's following us on here he's going to come down from Ohio and he's going to put on a, a presentation on on health matters and uh, we have a gentleman from Colorado a Tom uh, Quinlan how do you say his name? Quinlan. Quinlan. Tom Quinlan going to be coming in, and he's going to be bringing some information and some products that will help uh, take care of the uh, spike protein. Uh, he is um, a very, <clears throat> very successful man in his field of uh, protecting people from uh, pathogens. I, I came up with a name here a couple days ago. I call it the... Uh, I call it the, uh, what What this is actually is. If you actually put the name on this thing that's going around, it's a um, cybernetic pathogen. It is a cybernetic pathogen. And uh, so he's going to be here. And then in the meantime, in, in between the interludes of uh, these conversations w- with these people, uh, there's going to be live guitar music from real live honest to goodness um guitar players who have played in like big bands and and uh there's going to be a lot of guitar players there. have you contacted
0: uh, russ have you contacted russ yet uh
2: not not yet yeah not yet uh we got a guy I used thinking, to uh, D- Scorpio. well yeah, yeah. he, he we used yeah. to
0: he used to hang around here a lot and Russ is uh, claim to fame is he's a one man band? He literally plays yeah, every instrument married. with each one of his extremities, and is evidently quite accomplished at it. Because I know somebody else that, when I yeah. mentioned his name, I know Russ Rosser, so he's pretty well known around there. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, uh, when is I'm this thinking, Oh, I'm sorry. That'd be important, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be October 23rd. That's a Saturday. Um, we, uh, we have, uh, room reservations blocked out at, uh, a fairly close, uh, motel hotel, uh, for people, and it starts at 8 a.m. in the morning, and it ends at 11 p.m. that night, so I guess I'm going to have a long day, right. uh, I'm You're sort true. of, I'm sort of doing the end. Em- i'm doing the emceeing but uh you
0: forgot you yeah forgot Mr. i told uh, the illustrious harvey the y song will no doubt make an appearance or two yeah. well
2: and yeah i'm sure for the people harvey, that are flying tom will in, be there
0: tom will be there thomas yeah. ram and for the people that are flying in yeah. you'll probably unless you can get an alternate route in directly in a milk run to birmingham you'll probably have to go through atlanta and then connect to Birmingham or drive over from Atlanta. It's not that far. Or get somebody to come over and pick you up. That may be a problem or a situation. But you know what they used to say when I lived up there is if you're going to hell, you got to go through Hartsfield.
2: Well, pretty much, yeah. So uh, since I'm going to be the MC when I get uh, burned out or I need to go to lunch or everybody who's been wondering what, who Jimmy is and what he looks like, he's gonna he's gonna fill in for me i seeing while i'm not there so uh the, the one of the interesting things is if you want to actually meet and shake hands and go eat with and hang out with people that you've actually heard and talked to on this uh, forum for years you can do it you don't have to do it over a skype or a jitsi connection or a phone you can actually how about that wouldn't that be wonderful so that's uh you can actually join the analog world again.
0: Yeah, so. There you go. Yep. Uh, yeah. And it's got – Jimmy said that he's, he's put up a rudimentary Facebook page on it, the Rowdy Rebel Jamboree, I think's the title. Is that right, Daryl? Yeah. Okay.
2: That's it. I think you could find it on Facebook.
0: Now, yeah. in that message, he said something else. I'm glad we're talking about it because it jogged my memory. He was saying at the bottom of that message that he's done a little research and that the squalene that they're using comes out of pythons. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Burmese pythons. Yeah. How about that? That's seems appropriate, doesn't it?
0: I guess. Yeah, might doesn't as well. That seem have, appropriate? You know, yeah. uh, fluorescent jellyfish genes in there too.
3: Because so they're smothering not? them.
0: Probably.
2: Yeah, well that's that's their mother goddess, the the serpent. Yeah.
3: Okay, when I get out of Facebook jail, I'll come and like your page.
4: <laughs> what's what's the name of it, Daryl? I couldn't find it.
2: It's uh the Rowdy Rebel Jamboree the rowdy rebel jamboree rowdy, and that's uh that's actually an homage to to mike gaddy because he's he's the instigator of this he's such an instigator so um anyway
3: it's interesting i am um, <laughs> i call your your cybernetic pathogen pathogen i yeah. call it the master ray because i feel that it's going to be artificial intelligence that makes them think that the light that they see upon death is it's really artificial intelligence they're not going to see their monadic ray they're not going to see like their true uh, you know path their true self their multi-self they're going to be just totally and completely tricked
0: you know why they call lucifer the light bearer don't you
3: well oh. i thought it was because of light
0: because they don't have any
3: <laughs> they've they've caked their light full of crap,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. getting towards so. the end of the program today, I want to thank both Sam and and Paget for written on there. And Paget, if you'll shoot me an email, so I don't have to go back and find it, and all the requests I've had the last few days, and I'll put okay. you in touch with Ryan and John out there. And you got some folks local, and they've got both got groups too. So that many hands make for light work. And we'll see if we can't get all you guys coordinated in Southern California and get something to break out of there. Okay. Now, hey Roger. Uh, oh, somebody was Roger. And who's that?
1: Yeah. Hey, Roger. This is Lewis from Boston. Uh, hey, I, I spoke yesterday with Dell. Oh, yeah. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Welcome yeah. back, Lewis.
1: Hey, man. Thanks. I uh, appreciate it. And I just wanted to say I wasn't able to get on until a little later today. I uh, definitely want to hear more. Um, I, I, I think you remember I asked about Anna Von rights and I did research uh, whatever was sent yesterday about that whole situation so but I definitely want to learn more so uh, i'm definitely just wanted okay. to put myself out there and let you know that i 'm very intrigued um lewis and, uh, send me i 'll
0: tell you what i i'd request just send me an email at okay. Radio Ranch, all, you know, two words, one word, no space, Radio Ranch at Mail, M-A-I-L dot com, and I'll send you back a couple of interviews, audio and a video, and some stuff you okay. can look at that will give you all that background you want. Okay?
3: Awesome. That's
4: awesome. Now, Radio did,
0: did Ranch. Del, Radio Ranch at Mail, M-A-I-L dot com, did Dell give you a copy of the two documents, the Escape the Matrix and How to File a National Affidavit?
1: I don't think he did. Okay, well,
0: I'll send that to you, too. Okay, so I'll take care of all that with one email.
1: And I'm I'm looking forward to listening to you again. You sound very
4: Um, familiar, by the way. I'm i'm from the boston area
1: you sound very familiar well
0: it's because the sales family was on the mayflower and a whole bunch of them settled up there and they used to own bleach factories and stuff years ago i'm told that one of the main buildings at brown university is the sales building and that the main street in downtown providence is sales avenue but i've never been up there
1: oh wow yeah well it's pretty it's, it's pretty nice but uh yeah okay great well thank you very much i appreciate okay. it well thank happy you. to
0: have you three new people today good lord it's a nirvana yeah we're gonna get more yeah you <laughs> just don't know how many years i struggled Then <laughs> yeah. there wouldn't be any new people and we couldn't get people i couldn't get people to listen and i got so frustrated that i almost yeah. quit a couple of times okay oh. and, and well, I, that's perseverance so. well perseverance. i turned well see i understood how important it was because i knew what it was okay Exactly. And I knew that nobody else did, and nobody else had the answer, and I had to go forward. But I was so frustrated because we couldn't make any much progress. And I got on my knees to the big guy, and I said, yes. I can't open the door. You've got to do it. I'll yep. continue to do what I'm supposed to do and get better at this and get where I can explain it easier and all that. But you got to open the door, and I feel like he's opened the door a little bit. You has got a crack. That's awesome. Okay. Finally, finally. Hell, it only took 10 years plus, you know. Actually, more than that, I've been putting this information out in one way, shape, or form for 29 years. Okay. And most people that went over here, here's Harvey. My buddy Harvey just got contacted by one of our old guys from those meetings. And he's telling him, and and his name's Chris, and he goes, is that that stuff Roger was talking about 25 years ago? And Harvey said, yes, sure is. So I think Mr. Chris is about to go through the process, too. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. If you're new and you're anxious and you like some of the stuff you heard and you got a couple of answers from maybe some questions you had today, then that's good. Um, we'll be back. We're here five days a week, and with the exception of Fridays with Brent, and we can even use that if we need to. It's here for you. It's here for people like Sam and Paget and Lewis and the folks that are new and they're looking for answers, and I want you to know about your freedom and get enough confidence in your thinking where you can take action and move forward. That's the goal we're trying to accomplish here, okay? So if you don't want to move forward with it, that's okay. You can get some sanity out of it because at least you understand what's happening. The world doesn't seem so crazy and upside down, but the desire is to get folks to let them know that they're withdrawing their consent and we are becoming more and more in number and we're going to be formidable and you sorry, Revelation 2, And three nine bastards are in big trouble, big trouble, okay, because they cannot stand exposure, they can't stand it. So, uh, before we go, any other questions or anything? Are we still on the air? Yes,
3: you're still on the air. (laughs) All
0: right, it just gets real quiet, and I don't know if something hadn't happened. so otherwise, that, yep. Who's who's there? Jim I'm Rams next, uh, but that's Cody. Go ahead, Cody.
4: Yeah, I'm going to bring something up. I just wanted to clarify in my mind. Okay, so somebody immigrates to the country, they become a green card. Is what is that? A resident? That's a resident. That a that's
0: that. No, that's a resident. That's a resident alien. Is what it's called.
4: And what's the political status of that?
0: Then? Well, then you're uh, responsible uh, for uh, you, actually. The re- there's a reason they use the term "resident" in 49 out of 50 uh, CHO, CFRs, It's because then it gets everybody. See? Do you understand so, what uh, I'm saying?
4: Well, yeah, we can talk about it when we got more time. But what about? It? Okay, so.
0: Well, why, don't we, uh, why don't we why don't we why don't we start the show with it tomorrow? Aren't they committing we fraud? Did. What?
4: Aren't they committing fraud by not offering new immigrants U.S. Nat- national
0: No, 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 no. no. They've, they've got it. They've got it if they want to go through the procedures to acquire it.
4: But but what the point is that they lead you in and say, oh, this is your, going to your citizenship swearing no. in. Well, hey,
0: they've got a lot national of people they bring in as residents that don't necessarily want to be citizens. They want to come and work. And they can work with a green card.
4: Right. right. I'm just saying once they, you know, go to these uh, citizenship uh, swearing-ins like my oh, wife they, for example, they don't give you the option of, you know, obviously they don't tell you but it just seems like such a
2: Well, they they it's already there, Cody. Cody it's already there.
0: We we'll talk about, we're about all to get, U.S. citizens
2: or U.S. nationals.
0: <laughs> we're we're about <laughs> right, to get right. knocked off. But get this, right. Cody. It, and I don't remember the year, but all of the naturalization used to be done by the states. And after the Civil War, it was taken up by the feds. There we go.
3: Okay. But what would be a good yeah. question for tomorrow is: Can a person with a green card file the affidavit and become national? No. there, no, they can't. No. Nope.
0: That's the problem with American Samoans. That's why they're non-citizen nationals cuz they're nationals but they can't be citizens birthright citizens without naturalizing. And they got a big they got a big well, bitch about it. Think think
2: about it, Roger. What why did uh why well, did the county sheriff uh let me go?
4: Yeah.